Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Well, of course, the big story from a little while back concerns the search. That was conducted at the home of L.A. County Supervisor Sheila Kill. That search was conducted by the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. They seized a whole bunch of items, and they're looking into a story that concerns Kuehl and her longtime friend, a woman by the name of Patty Giggins, who runs a nonprofit called <clears throat> Peace Over Violence. Uh, Kuehl also appointed Patty Giggins to the Civilian Oversight Commission that monitors the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. And all of this concerns a hotline over sex harassment that was set up at Metro for people who wanted to report sex harassment on the buses and trains. But it didn't get any calls. I think the math came out to about $8,000 of calls. So on the surface, the whole story stunk. Giggins got an $800,000 no-bid series of contracts, though. Yes. And uh, the the allegations are that uh, Kuehl greased... Uh, these contracts from the inside with her influence and uh, protected Giggins. Now, on top of this story has been Steve Gregory and uh, Kuehl, from the moment she uh, stumbled out of her home (laughs) after the sheriff's raid, claimed that she knew nothing about these contracts. Right, and uh, just to bring everyone up to speed so you can hear it in her words, here is audio of her last week out in front talking with the media. What this is all about is a disgruntled employee at Metro who was let go, who became obsessed with a contract that uh, Metro took with peace over violence related to sexual harassment so that they would take the calls. And she claimed that I had something to do with the contract, which is completely false. It didn't even come to the board. It was so small. So I never voted on the contract, and I knew nothing about the contract, though I strongly support peace over violence. She says she knew nothing about the contract. Now, a document that landed in my lap in the last 24 hours is from Madeline Moore, who is the deputy for special projects for Supervisor Sheila Kuehl. Uh, this is dated February 12th, 2016, 12, 11 p.m. from Madeline Moore to Patty Giggins and Alex Wiggins. CC'd Stephanie LaRue, Glenn Bassetta, and Daniel Rodman. Subject, follow-up on Peace Over Violence. Hi, everyone. It was great meeting a couple weeks ago. Paul, Patty, and I had a follow-up conversation this morning about POVs 
peace over violence, scope of work for the current budget, and the FY17 budget, the fiscal year 17 budget. Current year plan, Metro's involvement as a POV Denim Day sponsor. And then they go on to some things they want to do. Uh, peace over violence has a 24-7 crisis hotline, as well as support services for anyone who's been harassed and assaulted. We would like a dedicated line at the POV call center for Metro so they can receive immediate assistance and track the number of incidents on Metro buses and trains. Um, They're also talking about how to market. And then this is also um, talking about a suggestion that the peace over violence folks actually go out on calls with the sheriff. We think this is a more cost-effective way to achieve the same goal. Uh, We'd like to find a way to advertise the Metro-specific peace over violence's phone number on trains and buses. It's basically a scope of work. Mm -hmm. Now, John, I uh, want you to read the yellow highlighted area. Uh, For fiscal year 17... Uh, we would like to continue what we are doing above in fiscal year 17. I will work with security, communications, and operations to ensure that there is sufficient and equitable funding to do this. It would be helpful if we knew of any planned campaigns around this issue. And this is from Madeline Moore, the Director of Special Projects, Deputy of Special Projects for Sheila Kuehl. So the key being that we want to make sure there's sufficient and equitable funding to do this. So we have to make sure that you get the contracts that you need in order to accomplish these goals. Yeah. So uh, clearly, Sheila Kuehl was in on this. But she just said in the audio you heard before, she has no knowledge of any of this stuff. She doesn't know what's going on. Could it be that Sheila Kuehl is lying? I don't know. I, that's well, not for me to determine. Either she is or she isn't. But I can I mean, also tell you that I, I, also, I can also that, tell you. That email clearly suggests she is. But I can also tell you that um, it's been characterized to me that uh, she's incredibly, uh, she's an incredible micromanager. Nothing mm-hmm. goes by her. Right. Or everything goes by her, rather. But I shouldn't say nothing doesn't get by her. Um, so you can draw from that whatever you want. Right. So presumably a series of contracts totaling $800,000. To her best, closest friend in the whole world, would be noticed. Yeah. So the fact that this specifically says we want to make sure there's enough sufficient and equitable funding to continue this contract as is. So for her to say she has no idea about the contract, didn't vote on anything, doesn't know anything, um, I don't know. Either she is completely detached from the operations of her office. Which seems unlikely, mm. considering her personality. So we're going to post this so everyone can read it. I also noticed in that clip you played that she likes to say, well, you know, it didn't come before the board because it looks like they parsed it out in smaller amounts, so it didn't right. have to be approved by the full board. And well, that's always been an ongoing tactic. Well, what, what one of the contracts was for $496,000, and the threshold for a vote by the supervisors is 500000 So that was clearly done on purpose. They could yeah. have made it one $800,000 contract. They broke it up into pieces. So none of the pieces would cost enough to trigger a public vote. And then everybody would be on the record and nobody could uh, claim or lie about not being aware of it. You know, it would be an interesting public records request uh, if I could ever get them to answer my emails. Um, I'm still waiting for information from 2020 when we were asking for data points on the 
the phone pings from the remember the pandemic and we were trying to they were basing all their decisions based on cell phone pings oh, yeah. how many people were clustering yeah. i'm still waiting for that yeah that it's response. coming yeah it's coming they're it's working coming. on it so what i was going to say is it'd be interesting to see how many no bid contracts there have been granted over the the course of the last 10 years five years and then if you uh this one thing that i was told by another elected official in the county that if you were to follow the names of the people behind these no bid contracts and start following not only just the money, but if you followed who's on the boards and who's advisors and who are, you know, special advisors and things like that, you'd be absolutely amazed at all the people you're going to know in this circle. Now, <laughs> well, this what, is what has to be is done. What has to be proven here? Sheila Kuehl is on the Metro board, right? Sure, by default, because all the members of the board, just like the council, are all members of Metro. So, you know, it comes up one day that uh, a lot of people are claiming that they're sexually harassed on the buses and trains. Maybe we ought to set up a system where they can report it. Would it be wrong for her to just raise her hand and say, oh, I know somebody with a good organization that could probably handle this? Uh, the claim here that she went further than that, I guess? or Yeah, I, I think the claim is here, and, and certainly from this letter, I think really what this email here uh, solidifies is the fact that Kuehl's office was highly aware of all the goings on right. in peace over violence to the point where the, uh, her deputy for special projects is saying, we want to continue this uh, just like we've been doing it and we'll make sure you get the funding. Uh, so for Kuehl to say she doesn't know anything about this and completely plays. Um, and know. Giggins is saying that Metro approached me. Yeah, Chili Kula had nothing to do with. Metro came to me and asked me if I would be interested in taking on this this job. Yeah, you know, and then I'm you you know that all the different kinds of um, you know the names involved in this scandal right now or this this you know proposed scandal uh, was it Phil Washington's another one, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to be talking about him next. Are right? you? Do you have the letter then from Kuhl's office endorsing him? Uh, no. no. Well, we're I have just going right to talk now. about his uh, uh, appointment. <laughs> I just right. got it yeah. as we were speaking. Well, because <laughs> because Washington was given a $75,000 bill to pay, and the whistleblower in the case, Jennifer Lowe, said this is not connected to any contract. And he said, just pay it because I don't want to get Sheila Kuehl upset, and I'd I, this way I could owe her a political fa or she could owe me a political favor. Well, here is uh, the endorsement letter from... Sheila Kuehl to the Honorable Michael Hancock in Denver, Colorado, uh, on Sheila Kuehl's letterhead, dated June 14, 2021. June 14, 2021. Yeah. You want me to read it after the break? <laughs> after the break, sure. Yes. <laughs> it's almost too easy. Yeah. Uh, John and Ken show KFR. It is really entertaining to uh, sit for 20 minutes with Steve Gregory because his phone is constantly buzzing. And he gets breaking news uh, in emails and texts while while we're on the air, while we're talking. And just in the last 30 seconds, something uh, is this something exciting or no? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read this as is here. I'm cold reading this. This is from the state attorney general's office, Rob Bonta, uh, dated September 20th. I guess that's today, right? Yep. Regarding investigation of peace over violence, L.A. Metropolitan Transit Authority, Patricia Giggins, Sheila Kuehl, and request for investigation. Um, Anything good? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying, trying to scan oh, through this. There's two pages here. Department of Justice will assume responsibility for any and all investigations of whether any individuals committed a crime by giving advance warning of the search warrants 
to Sheila Kuehl and Patricia Giggins. Oh, so they are going to do an investigation over that issue. Yeah, Department of Justice will now look into the actions, the alleged actions of Max Huntsman. That is the state? That's State Attorney General's state office. Of, yes, and this is... This yeah, is this the, is the contention that he tipped off Kuehl. Right. However, the these search. matters are intimately... Kind of a separate thing, but it's also involved, right. Okay, so it goes on. However, these matters are intimately related to the underlying investigation of peace over violence. L.A. County Metro Authority, Patricia Giggins et al., and given that Sheriff Villanueva has recused himself from the underlying investigation of POV and Patricia Giggins, and by seeking our assistance, he recognizes that he should be recused from any related matters. I believe that the handling of all these matters by DOJ will be in the public interest. Therefore, we will also assume all responsibility for the underlying investigation of peace over violence, Patricia Giggins et al. So now the state... It's all the state now. The state is investigating. That's breaking right this second. Hmm. So what does this mean? Well, I, they, if I was via new wave, I'd keep the feds involved. I don't trust the state either. Yeah, that's the only issue now. It says, to that end, your department should cease its investigative activity and refrain from any actions in furtherance of these investigations, including public statements or court oh. filings related so, to the investigation. Oh, now it goes away, probably. So, so right? is this to cover up uh, yeah, the Yeah, here Kuehl we go, yeah. Situation? Please have your department staff transmit all evidence, investigative reports, and information to DOJ Special Agent Supervisor. Yeah. That doesn't smell right. Yes, signed Rob Bonta. Yep. They're going to take over the whole investigation and then say, nothing there, let's move on. Probably. Wow. We were hoping the feds would be involved and they well, might take up the cause. I don't, well, even still, there was concern about the feds also because of the, uh, the information I had gotten about the, that there were the, a federal agency involved in this and they were aware, fully aware of this search warrant. And um, at the last second, the 11th hour, they backed out because I think they feared the, the optics of being involved in the sheriff's investigation. Right. Now, let's talk about somebody else involved in this we haven't talked about much. And that is the man that used to be the head of Metro. The CEO, in fact, his name is Philip Washington. He's moved on. He's now the CEO of Denver International Airport. And Biden wants him to be the administer, administrator of the FAA. Oh, how this scary is this? shades of the Garcetti story. What? Yeah, well, how scary is this? He he was running Metro, and Metro's a disaster. You're going to put him in charge of the FAA? Planes sure. are going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You'll go on a plane, and there's going to be 13 homeless people there. So now there's one U.S. senator that wants him properly vetted before he's confirmed as FAA chief. Well, and that brings us back to this story because it looks like Washington was central to get this contract for Sheila Kuehl's friend Patty Giggins. This letter that I've received here also uh, outlines um, an endorsement from Sheila Kuehl. This is on Sheila Kuehl's letterhead, dated June 14, 2021, to the Honorable Michael Hancock, who's the mayor of Denver. Uh, it says, I'm writing to share my strong support for Phil Washington in his bid to take on the new role as CEO of the Denver airport. I am aware that one of our gadflies who have been attempting to tarnish his image and his extraordinary work in L.A. County has contacted you in the city council and made an outrageous claim concerning his lack of support of the LGBTQ plus staff and constituents. I write, write to praise his efforts, and I have the background to support that praise. And then she goes on about that. That sounds like some other issue. Yes, she but goes he, on he is being accused by Jennifer Lowe, the whistleblower in the Kuehl case, of uh, approving a $75,000 payment that was not connected to the contracts saying that he didn't want to uh, upset Sheila Kuehl and that he wanted Kuehl to owe him a political favor. 
That's right. He pushed forward the whole deal so he could remain in good graces with Sheila Kuehl. Because he's a Metro board member as well as L.A. County supervisor. And, and under, under Metro, the buses and the trains became this, this, this hellhole of crazed homeless people and psychotics and, and, and heroin needles and, and feces and sex offenders. And so why would you give them the whole, the whole airline industry to oversee? I mean, what, what the hell? <laughs> well, um, this, the only word that comes to mind right now is incestuous. Yeah. That's the only word I have. Yeah, I know. And three-headed babies are coming Nepotism out of Nepotism and incestuous. That's all I can think of now. I mean, the fact that all of this stuff is so interwoven and connected. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to sound naive because, I mean, this stuff, this is what makes our, sadly, our society churn. But uh, well, but, this is why Los Angeles is in the state it's in. Sure. Because you could multiply this story, you know, 500 this is, times yeah, this over. Is one, this is everything. This is one little tiny thing. Yeah. When you think about this, this is really... Nothing compared to the overall. And I wonder how much more stuff, and you and I had this chat last week, John. Um, I wonder how much more stuff is going to come out in Mark Ridley Thomas's trial. Well, because these people, I mean, Sheila kills 80 years old. Ridley Thomas is 66. They didn't just start this kind of behavior yesterday. <laughs> this kind of stuff has been going on for decades in their lives. Yeah, well. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way, in a this workout is fun, and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy, and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot Again, I mean, until if you've got a long line of potential, um, you know, safety nets along the way. I mean, I just read Rob Bonta's, you know, letter right. and what. If you got all these safety nets along the way, so you don't think there's any chance that Rob Bonta will do a serious investigation to uh, to prosecute Sheila Kuehl and Patricia Giggins I and and uh, Max Huntsman. I will put it this way. I, I can't tell you that for sure, but I can tell you that investigators in the California Department of Justice are some of the best investigators around. I know some of them, and I have uh, been affiliated with them in other ways, and I've seen them. They are very dedicated, and they're damn good at what they do. That said, they also serve at the pleasure of now appointed and soon probably to be elected uh, individual. So they serve at the pleasure of, the, of someone else. So Fonta tells them, don't bother with this. Then there's nothing they can they do. All, one of the things they are very good at is following orders. All right. Steve, thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Steve Gregg with an update on the Sheila Keel investigation. More coming up. The only reporter who does proper journalism of all these uh, scoundrels. All right. Quick reminder that the Moist Line is back on Friday. It's just three days away. Leave us a message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the old Moist Line number, one 877 moist 86 one 664 
888-627-7886. We have a special guest coming up after 5 o'clock. He's a Torrance councilman who's been on the show before. Aurelio Matucci is coming on. He just got reelected. He's going to update us on what they're doing about the homeless in Torrance in the South Bay. But also he made the news in a long story in the El Segundo Times about urban coyotes. And there seems to be a big disagreement going on between the animal activists and people like Aurelio about what to do. I say shoot him. That's what Aurelio's group basically says, evict the coyotes by whatever means are necessary. Because they are a danger. They're eating up pets. They can attack children, as they did a couple of times. They're all over the place. I think it was Huntington Beach. A little kid got tackled by a coyote. They look like like gang members. They're creepy. (laughs) They do. You're being speciesist. Yes, I am. Oh, I, uh, I'm very nervous around coyotes because yeah, they, no. they stare at you. They look like they're sizing you up to see how long it would take to kill you and eat you. And I don't know if it was the pandemic or what, but I mean, I've lived where I've lived a long time, and only in the last year have I seen coyotes in person in my neighborhood. I think it's never dr- saw them before that. I think it's the drought. Oh, the drought, I guess yeah, too. Right. I, I think their water and food uh, sources may have. Uh, Oh, okay. So the first theory was that because there are less people around during the lockdowns of the pandemic, they felt freer to roam and look for food and stuff. Yeah, well, I don't want them on my block. And Is I that a he- wolf or a coyote? I- you know what? And I have heard, well, back when I lived up in the hills years ago, boy, that sound every night of them devouring local animals, people's it's cats horrific. and dogs. Oh, my ba- in my backyard, I would hear it. I run into cats when I'm out for my run on a trail near here. I do talk to them. I tell them, you got to be careful. It's not good. You know, some people let their cats wander the neighborhood still, which I think is fine. But I talk to the cats. I said, watch out. Yeah. I know they're out there and they're going to chew you up. You're too small. Mommy, why is that strange man talking to the cat? My cat, yeah. Like, uh, stay away from him. Like I was talking to the cockroach last week. I don't know why I'm talking to insects and animals now. Just a strange thing. Uh, All right, so we have a problem. The CDC and P, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, has put out the word today that we have a crisis in America, and it's not COVID. What's that? Sexually transmitted diseases are sharply increasing. Don't have to worry about that. In fact, they thought years ago that they were going to eradicate syphilis. They were down to so few cases. They thought that they could completely get no, rid of it. You're never going to get rid of that. I mean, there's so many gross people on those dating apps. Uh, yes. You know, and they're. And like, you know, the answer to preventing most of them is. Well, you don't have sex. All right, go or, to the next or, one. Well, the second have, answer we'll play you, Family Feud. You have sex with people that uh, you know for a while. All right, go to the third answer. What's that? Use a condom. Uh, yeah, well, condoms do cut down on a lot of this. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Gonorrhea, syphilis, HIV, right? I guess, but you know, if if you've dated somebody, who but people seems, don't like to do that. They want well, the real thing. But if you if you if you see uh, if you date people and you wait until you you're sure that they're clean and hygienic, you know, just give it a few weeks. <laughs> you, you go in their bathroom and see. No, how... you can tell when somebody's clean, and you can tell when somebody's like skanky and dirty and unwashed. And uh, I'll bet you there's plenty has... of clean people with syphilis. No. Most of them, are, most of them are dirty in a lot of ways. I, I think that's a broad generalization. Yeah, well, you know what? It's a good rule to live by. If somebody I, doesn't have hygiene, uh, you know, they've got all kinds of things crawling on them. They, uh, 
Last year, the rate of syphilis cases reached its highest since 1991, and the total number of cases hit the highest mark since 1948. Yeah, now, we're not talking about millions of people here, but it's, we are talking. It's, it's, it's the dating apps. It's the ones going for the uh, the the one night quickies. It that, is. That, you're right. It's you a know, lot that, of that. Right. Those dating apps exploded in the last 10 it's years. It's not even right. dating. It's it's just really orgasm apps. Now, it was in the 1940s when they came up with antibiotics to treat syphilis. And the infections plummeted. In fact, as I mentioned, in 1998, there were fewer than 7,000 new cases nationwide. Are you talking about something that I just can't get worked up about? Syphilis is a bacterial disease that surfaces as genital sores. Yeah, okay. All right. That can ultimately lead to severe symptoms and well, death if you do not get it treated. You got to pay attention to, to, to your partner's genital sores. All right. <laughs> Just like the monkeypox. That's like the monkeypox, right. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is pretty easy to, pretty easy to avoid. That's right. So the first eyes. thing you should do when you get together is completely both strip nude and examine each other's bodies from a distance. Do, do a pox check. That's right. Bend do, over. Do a sore, sores inspection. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's gross. Syphilis began rising again in 2002, and it was led among the gay and bisexual population. And you just, you got you to pay attention to who you're with. Yeah. Because you, 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 you get somebody just for a few hours, right? Well, you know they've done that all week, all month, you know, maybe for years. So you're really having sex with with dozens of people all at once. And you don't know what they left behind. You're pooling fluids, as you used to like That's to say. That's right. You're pooling fluids. Oh, I always hated that expression. You used that many years ago <laughs> when you were talking about one of our uh, friends. <laughs> well, yes. And he was leading an unhealthy, unhygienic life. Uh, something else that's popped up with this is uh, congenital syphilis. Infected mothers are passing the disease onto their babies. And children can have severe health problems when they get syphilis in the womb. Deafness and blindness can result. There was only 300 of these cases a decade ago. There was almost 3,000 last year. So that's the growth in that particular outcome here. Well, the stuff that's 100% avoidable, I have no interest in. But you haven't asked the real question. So they're giving us all this information. What do they What do they want done? Well, I mentioned the condoms, but they want to give out home test kits to people because a lot of people don't want to go yeah. in. They feel a little bit ashamed you know, maybe to be tested for syphilis. So at least if they find out they have syphilis, maybe they'll do the right thing and not pass it on. But I don't know. Uh, I don't think. I don't think. Certain kind of people, they just don't care. They get the syphilis. They give the syphilis. Syphilis, and they wait until uh, which is the one that can uh, make you go insane? Is that syphilis or gonorrhea? One of them. I think it's syphilis. Syphilis. Yeah, you have it long enough, uh, you lo- you really literally lose your mind. Yeah, it's it, it rages inside your body and yeah, inside your brain. All right, we got more coming up. In addition to the coyotes, there's next hour. There's been a new development on the migrant busing and plane trip front that we need to talk about. And it is a lawsuit, of course. More coming up. John and Ken show. And Mark Groner has the news. KFI AM 640. Oh, the scourge of the coyotes who are appearing more and more in neighborhoods where people have not really seen much of them before. And, of course, they're they're eating things. They're eating pets. Sometimes they attack children. It's nasty. They have to worry about rabies. We'll talk next hour. The story is called Inside the War.
on urban coyotes because there's one group that says a victim basically by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side who'd be represented by Deborah Mark, but she's not, I think, back until tomorrow, yeah. who would say, no, let's do this humanely. Let's talk to the coyotes and get yeah. them to perhaps she, relocate. She walks around with a taser to defend herself against coyotes. All right, but that won't kill them. Maybe no, but I mean, it, yeah, she's she's scared of them. I'm scared of them. But she wouldn't want people hunting them. Well, she's not here. She doesn't get a vote. We were talking last segment about the CDC giving out a warning that syphilis and other sexually transmitted diseases are uh, ramping up. Uh, one of the longtime topics on the John and Ken show, and I guess the expression I used in that last segment was the pooling of fluids. The pooling of fluids. Where is one place where that could happen? It's a place that John Cobelt will not go. I don't oh. know that you've ever gone into a hot tub. Once. You did go once. Maybe one, I remember, it was, forgot it, that story. It was on the radio because we, we one of our advertisers was a hot tub company. And I did oh. a show from a hot tub. This was in Elmira? In Elmira, yeah. I was going to say, I was not working with you then. I don't it was remember a, that. Uh, no, you did a show in a hot tub. No, Were you nude? Uh, well, no. I had I had swim trunks on. Isn't that a little tricky with the equipment and the water? No? Um, yeah, well, everything was set up outside the hot tub, and they just handed me the microphone, and I sat in the hot tub. Dropped the microphone. Doing, doing the show. <laughs> the way I remember it. Oh. Uh, so that was your first and only and last time. That was it, yeah. But it was a new hot tub. Nobody else had been in it. Oh, I see. So that you made see? you feel. So yeah. you did have those concerns even way back then. I always did. I mean, that's obvious. I didn't like going. I don't like going into public pools. Yeah. No, I, 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 I kind I of hated understand like that. Going, There's a lot of urination going on. I hated going into like hotel pools when the kids are small. Because you go on vacation and the kids always want to go in the pool, right? And I get assigned. So I got to take them in. And watch them, so I actually have to get in the pool. Like, if it was up to me, I would never get in a pool. I don't like swimming. I don't like being in water. I don't like being in public pools. You don't ever go in the ocean, too, either, do you? Uh, not too far. <laughs> up to your toes? I can't swim very well. <laughs> so, like, there's no upside. I might die. Well, people you know, like I, it because it's cool and refreshing. It, it, it's filled with children's urine. Oh, and the, the ocean is filled with all kinds of urine. I mean, every any every... And dangerous sharks and, and and sharks, yeah, jellyfish and, and little and and regular pools. Little kids are pooping all the time. I can't, this, this, this well, this story concerns the hot tub. You know that expression that they've used over the years. He died what he liked doing. Yeah. Well, DeWard Hastings is a seventy-eight-year-old man in Berkeley who, for many many years, told everybody, "You're welcome to come and sit in my hot tub." And tens of thousands of locals and travelers Ooh. over the years did get the code to get into the yard and plop themselves in DeWard's hot tub. Berkeley? Berkeley. It's in Berkeley, yes. Yeah. You've seen yes. what walks around They call Berkeley. him the hot tub hippie. Yeah, right. I, I see a photo of him. And, yes, and big he, bearded he, guy. He does look like an old hippie, but that, that would be his friends, too. And all the people who were uh, attracted to this. So if you walked into his yard and saw 10 of them in the so, hot tub, you'd run. No. Ten, there's probably tens of thousands. <laughs> well, I mean of, 10 of, at once. Of old dirty hippies are in that water. Do you think you ever clean the water? Probably not. It's the same water. Well, the party's over because DeWard is dead. Yeah. And he died in the hot tub. Yeah, probably caught a terrible infection.
Well, we don't know that. You want to do yeah. the autopsy? Go uh, back no, to that again. I don't, I don't want to do the autopsy. <laughs> no foul play is expected, but uh, is well, it's kind of weird. He was uh, married and then not married and then married again to a woman by the name of Sippa. Sippa Pardo. Sippa? Is the one, Sippa, S-I-P-P-A, Sippa. Yeah. Uh, she's the one that confirmed that um, she found him in there about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, unresponsive. <laughs> she was married to him for 12 years, but has now been estranged from him for another 12 years. But she's apparently his only next of kin. They had no children. But back in the 1970s, he floated the idea of a communal hot tub. Ooh. Yeah, what is with a communal hot tub? Can you think of anything more repulsive? So it looks like he built some sort of a hot spring. So I don't know what the bottom was or how he did this. He opened his natural hot springs operation in 1975, ran it out of his home, uh, open to virtually anyone who was looking to do this until the 1980s when he had to do a workaround because uh, drunken crowds stumbled into his house after heavy nights of drinking. There you go. Berkeley drunks. And now- so he put a complex load, cox, uh, load complex lock code system to limit the number of visitors. And that eventually came out to about 60 a day. So, 60 but, a day? Yeah. There's not you enough. You limit it to 60 visitors a day. Yes. There's not enough chlorine in a chlorine factory to clean that. That sounds like quite the job. 60 believes, people off the streets of Berkeley? I think he believed that hot tubbing is a right. And yeah. Wanted to provide. Probably space. died of a terrible skin infection. All right. The story's inside the war against Southern California's urban coyotes. Is it a horrific situation or a misunderstood situation? I'm going to talk to a uh, Torrance Come City on. Council member, Aurelio Matucci, next, who apparently is on the forefront of a group that does take aggressive action to cut back the coyote population in their town. More coming up. Johnny Ken Show and Mark Reiner has the news. KFI AM 640. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rule. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.